Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Here's a little snippet by one of the authors from the anthology. I'm Christy Woodson Harvey, and I am thrilled to have contributed to Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. My essay is called A Small Shiny Thing, and what I really don't have time for is getting sick. Sutton Foster is the author of Hooked, How Crafting Saved My Life. She can currently be seen leading Darren Starr's hit TV land series Younger, which returned for its seventh and final season in 2021. On stage, Sutton most recently reprised her Tony Award-winning role as Reno Sweeney in Anything Goes at the Barbican Theatre in London. She will soon make her highly anticipated Broadway return as Marion in the upcoming revival of The Music Man opposite Hugh Jackman in February 2022. The award-winning actress has also appeared on Broadway in Violet, Anything Goes, for which she won a Tony Award, Shrek, Young Frankenstein, The Drowsy Chaperone, Little Women, Thoroughly Modern Millie, for which she won a Tony Award, Les Miserables, Annie, The Scarlet Pimpernel, and Grease. Off-Broadway, Sutton has been seen in Sweet Charity at the Pershing Square Signature Center, The Wild Party, 
Trust, and Anyone Can Whistle. She's toured all over the country with her solo albums, which include Take Me to the World, Wish, and An Evening with Sutton Foster Live at the Cafe Carlisle. Additionally, she has appeared on television in A Million Little Things, Instinct, Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, Mad Dogs, Elementary, Psych, Bunheads, Royal Pains, Law & Order SVU, Flight of the Concords, and Sesame Street. She holds an honorary doctorate from Ball State University, where she also teaches. Okay, welcome, Sutton. Congratulations on Hooked, How Crafting Saved My Life. Welcome to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Thank you. It's nice to be here. <laughs> well, this was a beautiful, beautiful memoir about your like your family life, of course, but also a great sort of career book and how to, how does it, like, it's the answer to everyone's question. Like, well, how did that happen? Right. And you're like, well, here it is. This is how it happened. You know, leave me alone. No, I'm kidding. But (laughs) (laughs) tell me about what your, what was the impetus for writing this book? Oh gosh. I I felt like that. I mean, it's so, it's like, I felt like that I, I wanted to tell my story and I wanted to share the story especially of my mom, you know, and, and it was, it was like a lot of different reasons. Like I wanted to, I had like, I work a lot with young people. I, 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 I'm on theater fact, theater faculty at Ball State University. And I was thinking, oh, I want to, you know, I, I want to write a book that's about sort of, you know, like one of my pieces of advice is to, is to get a hobby is to have this, have something else creative in your life that, that doesn't require someone to give you permission or, you know, you're not waiting for the phone to ring, especially as an actor, you know, you feel like so many times you are, you're sort of waiting for someone else to tell you to be creative when, when it's like, well, what are some things that you can do that you have complete creative control over and that have nothing to do with, you know, singing and dancing and acting. And, you know, and I, it's, it's, and for me, like my crafts or, or the things that I make are like, it's part of the tools that help me stay sane and help me navigate this business and help me navigate my family. And like, and I just felt like it was something I wanted to share. And, and, and it was also in many ways, the, the thread (laughs) pun intended that that has like held me, kept me together and, and sort of kept me going. And I, it just felt like the right way to sort of tell my story and my journey and also sort of what, this is what I do to sort of, you know, navigate the day to day and the ups and downs and, and all, and and everything. We all need our thing. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. We all need our thing, you know? No, but as a, a structured device for a book, I thought it was so clever and genius. And the fact that it's actually true to your life is great. I mean, what better way to like weave together a narrative than to actually have? Well, yeah, it's like the quilt of my life, you know? And, and, you know, I have so many things that I, I love to do and, and, you know, one of the, I think it's in the beginning of the book, it's like, people know me as an actress, singer, dancer, but those who really know me, know me as a crafter. And it's like, I always have something I'm working on and, or something that I'm making, you know, you know, I'm literally in my, I'm surrounded by, I see like little, little projects everywhere of things that I've been working on since I've been here in London. But yeah, it just felt like the thing that could, could sort of tie it all together. And then I feel like the reception that your crafts got, like the scene with your grandfather when you gave him that thick quilt. And then when he passed away, you had the quilt left over and like, what do you do with the quilt? And then you were just like, sadly, like maybe it just went to goodwill. Anyway, that like broke my heart, that scene. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing thing. It's like you, if anyone ever gives you something handmade, there is so much time and care and love or 
anxiety or you know, whatever emotion <laughs> gets poured into this thing. And it, it has, I, I've learned this now as a maker, as someone who make, you know, it's like, if anyone gives me anything handmade, I, tr- I, tr- I treasure it. You know, you, you, you can't just discard it because it is, it's like heart heartbreaking because so much time and effort has been put into, you know, handmade, handmade things. But yeah, my, my, my grandfather was a, was a, was a tough Tough cookie, hard to crack, you know, but yeah, so not a, a blanket, a blanket didn't even crack him. But I thought, so, I thought yeah. it was really important how you described him and, and what he was like, because then we almost have more empathy for what your mother ends up being like and then how she treats yeah. you. So I feel like there's always all this context, right? If you had just talked about her, right? But everybody comes from something yeah. and a lot of things are a reaction to how they were raised or the people, the way they've been treated. And then they develop their own yeah. mental stuff in response to that. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, the book was really working on it was very, I mean, there were things that I knew of course, but then just sort of digging deeper and, and I'm a mom now as well. So it's like that even changes your perception and perspective of your own parents. You know, it's like, I I already, I'm, my my daughter's only four and I'm sure I've screwed her up a a million times already, but it's like, but you realize, Oh, I only know what I know that I'm imparting, imparting on her. And it's like, and I'm trying to learn and grow and, and, you know, do my best and, and all of those things. And it's like, that's exactly what, my mother and my father did too. And they only knew what they knew from their parents of a certain, and everyone's of a certain generation. And it's like, yeah. And everyone sort of grows and learns at different times and speeds. And, but the book really was, it was this real opportunity for me too to have, it was very healing, you know? I mean, I think that's, and my mom passed away in 2013. So I, I have the, the space too to kind of, it's not as raw, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to to tell the story. So it felt like I gave it a good, good space. And everyone was, you know, my aunt, Marianne, my mom's sister, my, my dad, everyone was willing to sort of look back and reflect and talk about it and, and tell the, tell the story, the good, the bad, you know, all of it. So it's scary. It's scary to put it out into the world because so much of it is we've never really talked about, you know, and, but I think it was very healing for all of us as a family to, to talk about it and that we were all sort of going through it together, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, there are a lot of people out there who have very complicated relationships with their parents. And then when those parents pass away, the grief is even more complicated, right? Because there's so much unresolved, right? And your mom, you know, I could feel the disappointment, right? When she wouldn't come to the opening of your show and when you did Thoroughly Modern Millie and, you know, the, the ways that she disappointed you in these little bits over time. And even how you said as a child, like, you just thought this is the way it kind of was, that like, this is, you know, yeah. who knew? Like, and then you go all the way to like, when she's putting deodorant on her lips and it just is like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, you, you take the reader on this big emotional journey with you. And it's so, I guess that's how it kind of feels at the end. It's like unresolved, like so, confl- there are so many different feelings and that is, yeah. that is most people's life and relationships. So I feel like you're helping all those people who probably feel similarly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been, I mean, I hope so, you know, and I, I, I feel like, you know, my mom, my mom gave me so many um, amazing things too. You know, I never would be doing what I'm doing without her and without her pushing me and without her, you know, wanting her children to have a life that she didn't have or that she didn't think she could have. 
and what, how she went about it. You know, there's, you know, questions about that, but I'm incredibly grateful to her. And, but yeah, I'm more, I'm more in the loss of my mother, but I also more in the loss of a mother. I never have really had, you know, in many ways. Yeah. And it's interesting now being a mom. Yeah. And, I, and it's, and it's funny because I, I find myself, my daughter, she, she's four, but she's, and she asks, she knows that my mom is has died and she asks some questions about her, but I, it's funny, but I don't talk about my mom a lot to my daughter. And, and it was, I, I did one of the reasons why this book too, it's like, it lives on like an heirloom in many ways. And one day I'll just be like, read this, you know? <laughs> maybe this will help you understand your mother, you know? But yeah, it's like, like, yeah, the book becomes sort of like a, a little time capsule too, of just, of, of you know, any, any, yeah. So I, anyway, I, 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 we poured a lot, a lot of thought and love and pain and memories and like all sorts of things into the book, crafted it just like I would a blanket, you know, same, same type of thing. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I also thought it was neat getting this, you know, front row seat, if you will, into how how you became, how you get on a starring role on Broadway and all the twists and turns your career took from that very first audition yeah. where you take your friend and like stand up and you like opened your mouth to sing and the whole room gets quiet. I, I loved that moment because you're like, like reading it. I was like, oh gosh, I wish I were there hearing it. Like, what did it sound like? You know, how did, I wish I had been there, but it's such a visual moment. And then we get to see how much pain is involved for you too. I mean, those tours that you went on at such a young age and those mean girls and being apart from your family and like the raciness of some of them and like all of that. I mean, it's a lot. And I was so impressed with you. Like when you chose that one touring role versus the role your agent wanted you to pick when you were like, no, no, this is a company I want to be with. Like that sort of sense of self you had and like that you were so... You just knew what you wanted, where the right place was for you. That's amazing. Like, how? Where did that come from? <laughs> I think, to be honest, it's like I think it's like it's it's interesting. Is my my mom? I would. I'm. I mean, I'm very. 
when I was younger, I'm still in many ways. I mean, I'm, I can be very sort of green and naive. And I think a lot of it was like naivete and sort of like, you know, and I was, I've always thought of myself as a leaper, like I would leap into the pool, but I wouldn't know how to swim. So, and that was like, my mom and dad were always like, Oh my God, you know, I would, I would always, you know, if, if someone told me not to do something, it only made me want to do it more. So it was like, I don't know what that, I don't know where that came from. You know, it was just like a, maybe it was part of like, my, cause my mom, you know, my mom was very stubborn. And so maybe it's like a little bit of a stubbornness fire that I, you know, I just, I don't know. I wanted to, I, yeah, but I've always sort of trusted my gut. Although, and every time that I've not trusted my gut and I've sort of taken the other, the safe route, I've always regretted it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, but that's like an interesting thing because I, I never, but I think my naivete and greenness really, cause I wasn't, I didn't know like that that was a risk. I was just, kind of, or that, you know, it could not go well or that it would, I don't know. I just like, I was like, I want to do that. You know? <laughs> so it was sort of, so it was sort of like dumb and, you know, dumb luck. But yeah, a lot of my, a lot of that early sort of greenness of just wanting to work and learn and be with different. And I feel, still feel that way in many, in many, many ways. I mean, I have different factors now that come into play. You know, I have a family and like, you know, I have to sort of navigate different things now, but I still have this very strong sense of, I have like a strong instinct, I guess, of like, and, and I still get scared and I want to quit and I want to run away. But then it's like, I have this thing inside me that like, won't let me quit. It won't let me stop. If someone says no, it makes me want it more. You know, I always told, I always told my brother, my brother would always be like, don't date this person. Don't date that person. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go date them now. Right. (laughs) Like you just basically set me up to go date all the, all the bad boys. It was like, I, I have, I have this, I have this sort of inner drive and yeah. And sometimes, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know what, where it, I think early fueled by naivete (laughs) and now I don't, I'm not sure what it's fueled by. Maybe now it's fueled by old age, but, you know. <laughs> Speaking of men and all the relationships in your life, you the one scene you had when Tom was like laying back in bed with his oh. arms like behind his head. Oh my gosh. I just, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True story. <laughs> that's when I was like, that's, yeah, yeah. That's when I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those moments. So, <laughs> so what was this, what was it like? Like, how did you, how long did it take to write? When did you fit this in with your busy life? Like, did you dictate it? Did you work with somebody? Like, how did you get this book done? I worked with a collaborator, an amazing woman named Liz Welch. We met in 2000. Hmm, it was before 2019. It was before the pandemic. Was it 2019 or it might've even been 2018, but we, we met and started just chit-chatting and talking and, I knew I didn't want to do a straightforward memoir. I knew I wanted to, you know, tell my story through, through like objects that I've made. And I, I knew that 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 was sort of the concept behind it, but it, it took us two years, I would say to sort of, and it's interesting. I really do look at it the same way I would look at like any type of, even though I am, and one of the things I'm most proud of is that it, it wasn't just me dictating the words and her writing the book. Like we really wrote it together, which I, I'm so proud of like that. It was this incredibly collaborative relationship of, of writing and words and chapters flying back and forth. And, and it was incredibly sort of hands-on and, and sort of in the depths of, 
We did a big chunk of it during lockdown, like in during the beginning of COVID that whole summer. And then we did the final push at the end of last year and beginning of this year. It was like while I was filming, I was finishing the last season of Younger. But so I was sort of doing it then, like in between scenes, like I'd be in in a corner, you know, working on things. But it was it was very it was like we wove it together, which I'm, I'm really proud of. It's not I didn't just buy her the yarn and let her her make it. We were like, we made it together. And that's, I'm, I'm really, really proud of that. And I feel like that translates in the book too. So, cause it really feels like it's me, you know, which is what it should feel. Yeah. It should be. You know? On a scale of one to 10, how much do you like actually having to talk about your book? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Oh, that's such an interesting question. I'm just starting, you know, like I've, I think the thing is, is that I'm a little bit freaked out because people are reading it. So that's like, <laughs> out a little bit, even though it's coming out in like, you know, any day. So, I mean, I'm excited to talk about it on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like the most excited one being like the number. I think I would rather talk about my book than about, I don't know. I'm excited. You know why? Because it has to do with crafting and I really like talking about crafting. So yes, it, it has to do with me, but I do, I really do love talking about crafting. So I would say I'll give it a seven. All right. All right. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. So what's coming next for you? Career-wise, book-world-wise, oh, anything? Book-world-wise. Hooked comes out on October 12th. I start rehearsals for a brand new Broadway production of The Music Man with Hugh Jackman. We start rehearsals on October 28th, which I'm so excited about. My mother has had tickets to that to take my daughter and it keeps getting postponed. So it's been in my calendar. It keeps being like pushed back because of COVID. So they will be there. I know. know. It's it's been this thing that I've been attached to for like three years, you know? (laughs) So I'm excited that I'm finally like seeing it through. I know I realized I was like, my name has been on a marquee for a year and I've done nothing. You know, (laughs) it was like, that's really weird, but that's great. it's It's been a really weird time, you know? So that comes out and that, and my daughter's, you know, in pre-K and I've been in London for the summer. I've been doing a production of Anything Goes here at the Barbican Theater. I'm in my final week right now. So I'm, I'm so sad that I'm going to be leaving London, but I miss my family like crazy. So I'm really looking forward to getting back. And that's it. I'm going to hopefully just do, be doing a lot a lot more crocheting and creating. And, you know, I've, one of my favorite phrases is I have an idea. And so I have lots of ideas. So I'm hoping to be able to, you know, allow the space to be able to just keep creating and keep seeing those ideas come true. You should really just be doing one of your crafting projects while you do your interviews. Well, I thought about it. <laughs> and I, I mean, honestly, there's a couple things I could grab. Right now, but, yeah. No, I know it's my latest thing I'll show you, which is very exciting is that I'm like, and I'm, I'm in, I'm in London, but I've been collecting like glass jars and stuff, you know, like the peanut butter comes in or, you know, olives or something. And I've been crocheting around them, making, Oh, that's so cute. I love that. Cases or things to put your scissors in or whatever. So I have this little collection of like little glass jars that have little cozies on them. So that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm thinking, I'm dreaming of what can be, you know, what else, what else can I do? (laughs) Okay. I won't keep you longer, but do you have any parting advice to aspiring authors? Oh gosh. (laughs) I mean, I, I am a, I am a first time author, so it's hard for me to give advice right now because I'm still very much learning. What 
for aspiring authors? Well, the only thing I can think of is the any type of project that begins with nothing, Mm -hmm. right? Same with like making a blanket, same with creating a character. There's nothing, right? And so every day you can't, you can't expect, you know, it to be done in a day. You, you must give it time. You must be patient. You, sometimes you make enormous progress in one day and sometimes you have to, the only analogy I can do is like crocheting a blanket, you know, you have a row a day, a row a day. And then sometimes you're like, oh man, you have to take out a row or you realize you look back and there's a big hole or there's some mistake. You just have to, and it's like a garden too. It's like, so funny. It's like pruning a garden. And then at some point you have to stop. I think that was the hardest part for me is like, when, when is it done? You know, but from, for me in this project, it was like, okay, this is what my story is right now. And it's like a little time capsule of where I am right now in 2021, who I am, the story I want to tell. And I might have another story I want to tell later, but this is, this is the story I'm telling right now. And and it, it will live on, you know, like anything creative that will live on forever, which is also pretty intense. But it's being patient and realizing that not every day is prolific. And sometimes you have to start over completely, but you just got to keep going. And then next thing you know, you look down and you go, oh, look what I made. Amazing. See, that was great advice. You know. <laughs> I mean, it can kind of, you can sort of take that with anything. Yeah. I think there's an expectation that you have to be brilliant you know, right away or that you have to come up with like, I remember one of the chapters in, in the book I, I was working on. And I, I remember it was, it was a day of like, it was a day where it was a snowstorm. It was snowing in Manhattan. We weren't filming because of the snow. And I was working on the chapter of Christian's mom's Christmas cookies. Oh, I loved that. And, I loved those, the, the shapes yeah, and everything. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So that's like one of my favorite chapters in the book. And I remember I was like in my bedroom and it's snowing outside and it like was all happening. And I was just like writing. I knew exactly what the chapter was. I had the beginning and the end. And I like, and it was just one of those things where I went, Oh my God, it all worked out, you know? And I was like, wow, if every day could be like that, but it, it, no, it's not. It was like this perfect, you know, snowy day and I'm like writing. And, but then, you know, other days you're just staring and you're like, I have no idea. Or a chapter that took us forever to, you know, to figure out and, but you just, things take time and and that's okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Sutton, thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for your book and sharing your story. And I wish you all the best. Of course. Appreciate it. No, I really enjoyed it. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of moms don't have time to read books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.